These are the Keishi Tapes. You, Man, and Favaz explore the backstories and interviews heard on Keishi, the longest-running rock station in the country. Welcome to the Keishi Tapes Podcast. I'm John Hewlett with the mighty Favaz. Hello, is, Mr. Hewlett. Hello, this is episode 154. Today we're doing an interview that I did in 2017 with uh, Learn and Carl the Intern when we were doing the morning show together on KC95. And it's with Ann Wilson of Heart. Now, we did an interview with Ann for Keishi Tapes a couple of years ago from an interview I did with her back in the 80s. Yes, and, they, and that, that's when your voice was kind of warbly and you were controlling <laughs> the speed. And Yes. It was on a reel-to-reel tape. It was, was it? it was. Yeah. So this is on hard drive from uh, from a computer again. 2017, May of 2017. I don't remember what she was calling about. We're going to find out here in just a second. Let's get... Good morning, everybody. It's the Cation Morning Rock Show, and we are joined on the phone by a very special person. It is Ann Wilson of Heart. Good morning, Ann. Good morning. And Anne is going to be with us here in St. Louis this Sunday night at River City Casino. We're looking forward so much to your show here. I did not attend the show. I could not make it that night. I think the Cardinals were in town. Yeah. I, I don't, I'm by herself, I've never seen her, but you know, with heart, yeah. oh my God, she can still oh, yeah, sing. Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. yeah. I've never seen her by herself either. I'd like yeah. to do that one yeah. time. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And uh, I started working here at KC 95 in 1976, and that was a big year for you guys because that's the year that Dreamboat Annie came out. Take me back briefly, if you can, to that year of your release, Boston's release. Foreigner was exploding, I guess, maybe a little while later, maybe a year later. Blue Oyster Cult's uh, Agents of Fortune album came out. What a year that was. Yeah, it sure was. And, um, <laughs> yeah, I thought she yes, was it was. <laughs> I thought, oh, my God, this is going to be a horrible interview. But she continued on. I think all those, all those bands today are still... Um, out there working and and uh, having had long and fruitful careers. Yes, they are. And, so and tell she us basically about said the, nothing. Yeah, she really didn't say much. <laughs> so your situation now. You're touring. You're 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 doing heart music, but you're doing also a lot of covers from a lot of different groups in concert, right? That's right. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> My uh, yeah. Boy, she her interviewing skills got really uh, honed in there after after after, after all these years. After all those years, still. <laughs> what I'm doing now is not a heart tour; it's uh, my own thing. So, I just decided to make um, a set that was just full of things that really inspired me. Speaking about your inspirations, I mean, you are still writing new music, and obviously, um, muses, I'm not a musician, but I imagine muses will change as, as you uh, go through your career. What is your muse now for making new music? Muse. What muse. is what muse, John? Muse. What does muse mean? Muse. That's half the word of music. So yeah. That's kind of, that's, it's, uh, that's what is your muse? Uh, yes. Yeah. Okay. My muse. Um, <laughs> well, goes, you know, what's muse mean? Something <laughs> happened. These young kids in their lingo these days. In life, you hear people say phrases, you meet people that inspire you, you, uh, I don't know, you just feel things. I don't have any one particular muse. Interesting. Now, Ann, you're... <laughs> Ann Wilson is tough to interview. Boy, this, this is, yeah. She is hard. Compared to that other one, she sounds, I mean, that you did. Yeah. I, mean, I don't remember her acting... You know, no, her being I, like this. You know, I've interviewed her more than these two times. I always remember her being somewhat difficult. Yeah. They won't do a video interview, her yeah. and Nancy. Probably because she realizes she's not a good interview. I, I don't know. Nancy's great. 
Yeah, Nancy, yeah. and we just had her on the air. Yeah, not that long ago. You were based up in British. Oh, this is the man talking, Carl. Okay, Columbia for a while, but then you were also based out of Seattle. Is the Seattle music scene just one big family? Uh, yeah, yeah, it is. Um, it's a lot different than it was in the 1990s in the so-called grunge era uh, because a lot of people aren't living anymore. Uh, there are a whole bunch of new bands, but Seattle's always been a very musical city ever since back in the Ray Charles days and the blues and jazz and rock and every kind of music. It's a seaport town, so it has all kinds of um, people coming and going. And I know the passing of Chris Cornell touched you very deeply. You were a good friend of his, an associate. Uh, What are your thoughts on that, if you can share them with us now, Ann? Well, I said right off the bat, when we all got that news, that uh, it's really important for to keep our memories and thoughts of Chris really happy and positive. What did he give us during his life? What what did he bring to us? Um, I don't think. Well, I know Chris, or I knew Chris, and I don't. I know for sure that he wouldn't want to feel that we were sitting around all sad and blubbery about ourselves having lost him. He he stayed for as long as he could. Did they perform together at all? Hart and uh, Chris Cornell, yeah, or Anne and Chris Cornell. They they any... may have, I, I'm, you know, a one off, but I, yeah. I've never heard of a, a a concert per se. Yeah, or anything recorded. No. I don't know. Mm-hmm. I don't have to search. I have to search that out. YouTube. There's huh? a thing called YouTube, John, that uh, you should search. Oh yeah. Okay. You did a really wonderful tribute. Wow, to... the pauses in there are they yeah. dramatic? Well, you don't. Know, you never know when she's going to be finished with her thought. And you don't want to interrupt her. Right. You know, so it's it, she talks and she's and just brutal. Yeah, in, in short bursts, and it makes it difficult, especially on the phone. You know, if you were in person, you could see mm-hmm. you know, she still had more to say. But mm-hmm. on the phone, it's impossible. Chris Cornell and Jimmy Kimmel Live um, last week. And, you know, are you adding Soundgarden into the covers that you'll do possibly um, sporadically throughout the rest of your tour? I don't think so. I, I don't think it does Chris much honor just for everyone to jump on the bandwagon of mourning him. Sure. Well, speaking of covers, you're famous. This is a man talking now. It's Carl. (laughs) For your Led Zeppelin covers, you've done Rock and Roll, Immigrant Song, Stairway to Heaven, Battle of Evermore. But I was looking at the set list. This time you don't have any any Led Zeppelin covers. Is that on purpose? Right. Right. (laughs) Yeah. Um, You know, I just want to move on, stretch out, do new stuff. Yeah, get off my back. Yeah. What kind of a question is that? So piss off. What, what kind Are you of a, a man or a woman? <laughs> I was gonna say, she's going to say, what kind of question is that, ma'am? <laughs> mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Good, mm-hmm. Good comeback there, John. <laughs> mm-hmm. And when somebody compliments you like I'm about to, uh, I know it's going to embarrass you, but when somebody says to you, you are the greatest female singer in rock and roll history, how do you accept that compliment? <laughs> well. I laugh. It's really Loft flattering, but I don't know if it's altogether true. There are so many incredibly talented people all over the world. That, um, I'm really grateful that people would like what I have tried to bring. 
Have you ever mentored uh, any female singers? I mean, me being a chick, I, I've looked up to you. My mom was a huge Heart fan, so I, I was raised on Heart. And I mean, have you ever mentored any um, up-and-coming singers before that are, have ever made it big with your help? You know, I haven't. I think in person, um, people I've really mentored and have been more philosophical mentorings. Um, Mm. Chris Cornell and a couple of the younger guys from that scene, I guess, wanted some tips as to how to keep their voice and stuff. But, uh, so she's talking about guys. Oh, yeah, she's talking about guys, guys how, to, how yeah. to take care of their voice. Because okay, Anne can still belt it out. Oh, even. absolutely. Yeah, yeah, so even though she's aged, she yeah. she has taken care of her voice. Yep. I've never really mentored another singer. Hmm. Mm-hmm. And I know um, right now you're going through a tough time with your sister Nancy, and we, we've heard about this. And... Oh, boy. Oh, here you had to go. start it. You had. Here we go. <laughs> I was wondering boy, if I Boy, she's going to be shitty up. now. Here we go. If you're a heart fan at all, and you're hearing this interview, uh, you're thinking, well, how come these people aren't going to ask her the most obvious question of all? And, you know, when when will Ann and Nancy be able to patch things up and maybe get back together again musically or, or whatever? Can you give us an update of that if you care to? I mean, maybe you don't want to say anything. It's up to you. Well, it's a little too simple, and it's not right to say that Hart is on hiatus this year because Nancy and I are arguing. That's not the truth. The truth is, is that I really need to cut new ground and I wanted to go out on my own and um, that's that's why I'm doing this solo tour this year it doesn't have anything to do with Nancy it's it's just that I wanted to strike out on my own hmm. got it okay well, I don't buy you. that appreciate you no I don't buy it at all either nope because no. <clears throat> at that time they didn't like each other and it was all because her husband allegedly hit Nancy's son or whatever yeah there was some so yeah but he um Anne's husband got angry at Nancy's sons. I think it was more yeah. than I think it was a couple of them uh, over something that was going on on the tour bus, and yeah. he went nuts and he just started. He was charged. He was beating them. Yeah, yeah beating them he up. was charged with stuff. And yeah. and how you and can were, get over they, that? And they were older teenagers. I mean, they're like, like 17, 18 years old. Yeah, yeah. Clearing that up for us. Sure. So, Anne, you've heard. Yeah, and Hart is the um, that's the the breadwinner. I mean, you right. They can, they can go out all they want. Right. You don't set that aside because you just want to do something different. You set that something serious had to happen in order for right. them to stop touring as heart because, again, that's that's where they make their, their bread and butter, their living. With KC95. KC's celebrating its 50th anniversary, and we were one of the first stations in the United States to play your music here. Do you have any specific memories of KC95 in St. Louis? Well, yeah. I mean, <laughs> I was going to say that Casey was one of the first ones to ever get behind Hart. And, um, that was Bob Birch. Was our, he was our program director. Yeah, we talked to uh, Nancy about Bob. Oh, we did? We did. You brought, him up. you brought him up. Oh, okay. Yeah, I think so. So, yeah, I have to thank them, everyone there who was working there at that time that helped get our music out there. I mean, it was very instrumental. Yeah, I was here at that time. I remember breaking that album. And, so she's uh, thanking you, John, well, I, in uh, particular. Well, you're welcome. You know? You're welcome, man. <laughs> well, thank you, Ann. We appreciate you taking yeah, the time yeah, with us yeah, here yeah. on KC95 this morning. 40, 
what, uh, 41 years after your, your album broke on our radio station here in St. Louis, and we're, we're, excited, <laughs> we're excited to see you on Sunday night. Well, thank you very much. I hope you'll come down and dig the show. I will be there. <laughs> I just told a Did lie. you go? You didn't did go? I did not go. Oh. oh, that's right. Yeah, I, you said I may have intended to go. Something happened. I know Ooh, that. I let's see. Uh... Cool. 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 Thank you. Thanks. Thank you. Thank you. Uh, no, thank you. You're, you're welcome. No. Dan. Okay, all right. So there you go, Ann Wilson. And she still, at this time in her career, is still just going out solo. I don't think Hearts Together again. Okay, still. so they may not be, but yeah. I heard from somebody that works at Live Nation that next summer, when all this COVID stuff hopefully will be behind us, Heart will go out with another major classic rock artist, and they will do a tour together. And I think they'll sell a lot of tickets. I mean, they they would sell a lot of tickets anyway uh, here in St. Louis, I I would say. Mm -hmm. But I I think uh, all over, they'll do well. Yeah. I'll tell you who it is after we uh, get off the air here. Oh, yeah. Okay. I've told you before. You don't remember. You're like, eh. Blue Oyster Cult. No. Hmm. Nope. Nope. Sammy Hagar. Nope. I didn't say anything. Oh, hey. Uh, <laughs> right. Well, we got to go. Thanks for uh, listening to the podcast again today. I'm John Hewlett. You can follow me on Twitter at STLUman. On an Instagram, I'm Johnny Hewlett. And I'm Favaz AMF. Bye. The KC Tapes with you, man, and Favaz. For more on the history of KC, go to KC95.com or the KC mobile app.